Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a 7 West Media podcast. It's hard to fathom what the rest of your life looks like. Mm. You try and you, you can't, you know, you can't process all of that information. You know, you, you, you can't see how your life is going to get better. Fatherhood ain't for the faint-hearted. This week, we talk about it all. The good, the bad, the awesome, the shitty, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens. And how to keep your head together when it seems like it's just too much. I'm Alex Cullen, and welcome to Being Dad. After the emotional roller coaster, let's call it that, of last week's two episodes dealing with grief... Wasn't it full on, but look, so, so important. And thank you, Dustin Perry, for doing it. I thought we would play an interview this week. I did with a dad of five kids, which we recorded a few months ago now. But we spoke to Film and TV's Alex Laguna about his website, betterdads.com, and the amazing work he was doing with dads who had been through or were going through a divorce sucks, yes, but um, it happens, unfortunately. Now, we played out only a really small part of our broad-ranging conversation in Episode 2, dealing with divorce and separation, available on all good podcast platforms, five stars, please. But we spoke for a lot longer, and a, well, a lot more about dad-related things, from sharing the load with your partner to finally realising why your dad spent so much time in the shed away from the family, away from those screaming kids. But I think what makes Alex so special is that he's found tools that we can all use to help manage with the pressures of being dad these days in this stressful and uber-busy age. As you'll hear, Alex is a successful lighting director in the film and TV industry. He is a busy, busy bloke um, on some of the biggest shows in Australian TV, really. You name it, he has lit it. So we're really lucky to get him in, actually. And in this chat, you'll hear some things you might have heard before from me. And if you've listened to our Divorce and Separation app, you'll hear some of that again. But I don't think you'll mind at all. I think it's all good. This is a positive and illuminating conversation covering many, many of the day-to-day issues that we face as dads. We learn some very basic but very effective ways of managing the stress associated with being dead today. So enough from me. Here he is, Alex Laguna. G'day, Alex. G'day, mate. Great to have you here. <laughs> Thanks. How are you doing? How's, how's fatherhood for you? Uh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it, it's busy. It's busy? Yeah, yeah, it's really busy. I understand you've just had, uh, your wife just had one recently, four months old. Yeah, yeah, my fourth daughter. And so let's go back. Uh, to to your first 
your first? Were you ready? Were you? Were you? What, what were you expecting? Ah, uh, oh, good question. I don't know. I, you know, I think there was this idea of what a family was going to look like, and then you know, you, 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 you've just had your first two, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. You know, you just suddenly you're blown away when that first one arrives. You know, totally. you know, it's very emotional. You know, that sense of pride and responsibility and all those sorts of things. Was I ready? No, God. No. No way. <laughs> no. no way. It was, it was completely excited about it. Yeah. And, but that it's, you know, all those things you have to learn about once that baby arrives, all those challenges. And not, not, not the, you know, the changing the nappy things, but what happens to you and your partner. And oh my God. Yeah. Was it what you expected? Because it wasn't for me. I, I expected the, the easy, we'll go in, we'll get the, um, you know, go, we'll go into labour, we'll get induced, we'll have the music playing, you know, because that's what the, uh, the, the um, we went to these twin classes yeah. and they're like, oh, you know, you can bring your own stereo and your, your own music and I'm like, oh, yeah. this sounds have great. Have a playlist. Have a playlist? <laughs> what? And then, bang, completely, completely different. Was yeah. that your experience? Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. were the same. All right, you know, had all these great ideas, you know, breathing and music and this is how it's going to be. Mm. No, but she wouldn't come out, you know, 20 hours of labour. Then all of a sudden it was like, oh, quick, yeah. heart rates are going up through the roof. Like, Alex, can you hold this mask on your wife's face while we do this? Quick emergency Caesar, bang, 10 or 15 minutes later. Well, there it is. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I know. Well, I'll tell you just, out. Yeah. Full on. Isn't it full on? Like mm. I, yeah, because we were, as I said, we thought, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be relaxed. But we were, I was watching a film. It's called, I remember it was called Stalingrad. It was this Russian film. I, I love World War Two stuff. You know, yeah. So I'm a bit of a military nut, um, history nut. And so I'm watching that. It was on a Saturday night and Bonnie started getting pains. I was like, oh, this is weird because we hadn't had any pains before that. She was fine. Like, you know, other people in the twin class were like, sweet. Not sweet, sorry. They, were, they, they had a pretty bad time, but we were sweet. She's like, oh, it's really, really starting to hurt. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm really enjoying this film. Just, um, okay, <laughs> uh, what should we do? And she's like, well, uh, I, I better be in the hospital. So she did, and they said take two Panadol. Oh, okay, yeah, right. righto. Well, and, and ring us back in about an hour to see if it's any better. Of course it wasn't. It got worse and worse. And then so we were like, we're going to go to hospital. So we went into hospital. Her pain was through the roof, contractions. And so we got there. Uh, this is Saturday night at midnight, you know. Um, I remember driving through Bondi Junction here in Sydney and there were these two girls, looked about 22, one swinging this bottle of uh, white wine. And I thought, what two parallel worlds we're in? Well, completely different worlds we're in right now. And so we went to, um, uh, yeah, the hospital. And, yeah, lo and behold, we get in there and Bonnie starts. There's blood. And that was like, oh, shit. Uh, our obstetrician was away. She was in Melbourne watching the tennis. I know it's the weekend, sure, you've got your own thing to do, but, God, we needed her. But at the same time, um, I remember the looks on the faces of, like, the, the registrars, and you don't want to see those looks on people's faces. You know, they're like, oh, oh. I'm like, no, you should no. be reassuring. And yeah. it's quite. And then the blood really started. And then we got a guy in, uh, Jason Chow. He's a legend. He's at um, Prince of Wales in, here in Sydney. He walks in and says, we've got to get these kids out tonight. Okay, wow. So that's when it all started. And then we had the emergency Caesar. Yeah. 
and um, we almost lost one. If, if we hadn't gone in that night, we probably would have lost Audrey, which is really full on. Um, I'm getting a bit emotional talking about it because it's, yeah. you know, when you look back at those moments, it's like, holy shit, like, um, and nothing ever prepares you for that. No. So, yeah. Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> no, I know. But people don't – you don't really talk about it that no. much with your mates. You or don't. No one sort of goes, now, listen, this is what might – this is what might happen. This is what yeah. – you know, this is real and this is what you're going to have to take on and process this and support your partner and yeah. sit there, you know, be rock solid through it and hold yeah. a hand and – you know, like it's full on, it's so full on. Yeah, like it just, but and the whole process, yeah, yeah. And having her, having these two born, we didn't know what they were going to be. We, we didn't find out the genders, so that was exciting. We were yeah, expecting a, a boy and a girl for some weird reason, but we got two beautiful, lovely girls, and um, they were in NICU for about two and a half weeks, then um, neonatal intensive care unit. Yeah. Um, but here we are, four months later, and it's going good. But, you know, you, you still think about those times. And I, I don't know if I fully processed it because it's just – it's such an incredibly um, surreal experience, you know. Yeah. Especially for C-sections, you know, emergency. Yeah, and you, you, I, I, you kind of feel like uh, – well, you're helpless. Yeah. A little t- – Totally. You know, you're sort of – you're sitting there next to your partner, people doing all sorts of things and – you're just kind of sitting there. Mm. That's a, that's probably the hardest thing, isn't it? Yeah. One of the hardest things. Yeah. yeah you just can't do anything. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was full on and stressful. And I suppose we had a positive, a good outcome. Mm. And most people do. Obviously, there's some terrible outcomes. But, but uh, I feel I was better. I'm better for it. Yeah. You know, my relationship with my partner. I'm just sort of thinking back to when my, you know, my first first kid arrived. It was like a eu- euphoria, you know. It was yeah. euphoric, kind of amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, a transition from this like well, a boy or a young man to a father. It's like, oh wow, you know, it's on, <laughs> it's game on. on. Yeah, yeah. And did you feel alone? Like, do you? Uh, like, did, were you taking it all on yourself? Like, were you like? Because I, I often have this battle in my head, like. I've got this, I'm on top of this, I don't need anyone's help. Did you feel the same? Yeah. Like, I, I look, I still, I'm st- that's exactly what I still suffer from. Yeah. You know, not suffer, but with anything, you know, with your family, especially as my family's grown, you know, and I, I try and take it all on and try and I've tried to support and be there and then manage work. And I, even last year I had to, you know, pull up stumps for a minute and say to my wife, "Look, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm under some pressure here. I, mm. I'm not coping with it." You know, but, but and just by able to actually say that was like, oh, that that feels better already. Just to be able to say to her, you mm. know, and I think that's one big thing is talking with your partner so much about, oh, communicating with your partner all the time, and talking yeah. honestly about how you are going with it, because there's. It's a lot to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, we're finding that now. Like, yeah, our girls. And you got up. twins. Like I that's know, man. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's it's full on. And like Bonnie, you know, yeah, she she's she has her bad moments, mm. as do I. Yeah, but uh, we are talking. We are we're, we're communicating, and we're sort of saying to each other, "I'm finding it really hard," and and we try and give each give each other breaks. Yeah. Luckily, her mum's um, staying with us at the moment. 
Yeah. Um, which is good. I mean, we, we'd be stuffed without her. Yeah. Um, sleep. You know, sleep. Sleep. Yeah, the sleep thing is hard, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. it, just, it just tests you on so many levels and yeah. you're already pushed and you're trying to manage yourself and your partner and your children and mm. you're just tired. Things can get said and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the things get said, yeah. Yeah, you've got to just, you know, agree that anything said, just yeah. forget it. Yeah, yeah. Just move on. Totally. Do you reckon fatherhood's changed in the last 30 years? Of course it has. How much has it changed? Oh, yeah, well, I reckon I think it's changed a lot. Oh, I think we're so much more involved. And with yeah. all the people I talk to and what's expected of us now, and, you know, that's probably, like, tricky for us, you know, because being more involved comes with its own challenges. The role models we've had in the past haven't done what is expected of us. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I shouldn't maybe generalise, but generally probably saying majority of us didn't have role models that are expected to be completely hands-on. And, and, yeah, I think that comes with its own set of challenges. And I think women have made it look easier than it really is. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we've, we've taken on a lot more, mm. I think, um, which is a great thing. Yeah. A fantastic thing. We, we need to be more present. And I, I looked at my dad and, yeah, yeah I don't know, he, he could have done a bit more, but um, I guess that was just the norm back then. And, and I guess dads weren't going into hospital for the birth of their kids until no. – they weren't allowed. They weren't allowed. Um, but as you say, it comes with a lot more pressures, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Being, being there and, and being around and being that rock. Yeah. And, I mean, look, I I even feel like there there's a lot more, not pressure, mm. you know, for, for workplace, for things to be more equal. So yeah. women having more opportunities uh, to work. But also there's a lot more talk now and a lot more work moving towards uh, parental leave and equality there. So mm. it's not it's not just about men giving a wife a break or being a babysitter or, or those sorts of terms anymore. It's like, well, shit, I, I don't. I, I go home and I'll look after all five kids for a few days or whatever, you know. Like yeah. it's just part of my role. I'm a, da- I'm a dad. They're my kids. If my time or my work can afford that, you know, my wife can work. Yeah. Well, she actually manages our business. Perfect. So there's a, she needs to work a couple of days a week there. Well, more than that, but a couple of full days. So I'll look after the kids. And, mm. you know, I think that's the best way to get a, a good gauge on what it's really like yeah. is to take your kids and, and look after them, you yeah. know, and yeah. then – don't yeah. be that dad that just you know goes off to work and yeah and comes home and isn't as present as he should be. Yeah, he might not understand what it's like for his partner as well. Yeah, you know, so you you can go, oh, how are you going? You know, oh, you look a bit tired, or geez, my wife's cranky. But it's like you look after the kids for a few days, mm. give all of yourself, and then you go, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why we are the way we are and then you know, you know, and then it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like that sort of helps give a much better understanding of, of what your partner's going through. Totally. Yeah, yeah. They take a lot on. Yeah. How was your relationship with your dad? Oh, good. You know, like he was my my hero, I suppose, yeah. like most sort of sons and boy, you know. But but he he worked. He worked hard. He's a doctor. Um, we did some big trips together, big bicycle. You know, we did some things together that sort of kept us close. But 
uh, you know, that my parents split up as well when I was eight years old. So I moved, I moved away with my mum for a few years and it mm. all sort of got um, chopped up a bit there. But um, Did that have a, 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 a huge effect on you? Yeah, huge. Yeah. Huge. So we lived, I lived, we lived, my mum and I moved to Canberra. Uh, Dad lived in the Southern Highlands. And so I would, at nine years old or maybe I was ten, I'd catch a train on my own from Canberra to the farm because we lived on, on the farm every weekend. And on Sunday night I'd catch it back to go to school on Monday. And I did that every weekend just because, you know, I wanted to be with Dad and yeah. on the farm. Like, How good. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think I think having not having a, a father around directly Definitely has an has an effect on your confidence, probably, and there's probably a number of things. That, I mean, it's, there's research shows how important it is to have men have your fathers around yeah. for boys and girls from a very early age. Is your dad still around? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. dad's still around. He's, he's he's actually living. He lives in Canberra. We're very close now. We talk a lot. Well, I talk to him every day, once, twice, maybe three times a day. Give him a call. Say mm-hmm. how you're going. It, it's obviously the relationship changes. I'm 44 years old. He's remarried, and we actually now talk about what our lives are like. It's more like I go, oh God, I'm having trouble with this, or can you believe they do that, or you know? And he's like, Yeah, I'm in such trouble for doing this, and <laughs> you know, it's sort of, it's like, Oh, okay, so this is what you know, because you have an idea of what your your parents are like. Yeah, and you just expect them to be a certain way, and yeah. then I think as you get older, you suddenly go, Hang on. I am, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a father now, mm. and I can see him in a very different light. Yes, you know he's just a human being, and that's what he was dealing with yeah. having children. And now, I, you know, when we talk, I'm sort of hearing. I don't know. It's just like listening to another, you know, another man. Obviously, my father, but hearing the same sort of shit that I deal with. Yeah, and he's doing the same thing. You know, it's yeah. a classic, yeah. which is it's really good because once again, it's just it's. It's hearing from another father or another man yeah. that what they what they're going through, I'm going through. Mm. And yeah. I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not in a bad spot. I'm not. I'm not struggling. I'm not doing any better. I am just dealing with the same stuff that we all deal with. And and and, and to know to know that feels good. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky. My dad passed away last year, February last year. Uh, which was so hard, you know. Yeah, uh, died of brain cancer. Um, yeah, which and <clears throat> they, he died before my girls came along, which was really hard. Yeah, that's really cool. hard. You know, like just want I would have loved them to have met him. Yeah, but luckily um, we've got a lot of great memories, and and you know I've got photos. Of, I've I've actually interviewed my father for a story we did on Sunday night about four years ago. So I've got that. Yeah, that's good. Which is great, mm. you know. But he was a great example to us. You know, he, he worked his ass off. He was a farmer, um, you know, local councillor in town um, <laughs> up there in uh, northwestern New South Wales. Um, but, uh, yeah, just to be able to talk to him would be just wonderful. But, you know, uh, it's funny. I, I look back at the things like the things I want to do now, like, for example, like he would he'd go down the paddock a lot and like just sort of, you know, <laughs> yeah. or he'd sort of stay on the toilet for a bit longer than he probably should. And I'm like, I look back and I think, I know why he was doing that, yeah. <laughs> to have a bit of time to himself, yeah. you know, to have, have a bit of me time. Or, yeah. else, or if we went off to um, my grandparents' <laughs> place, like, oh, no, I'm not going to come. I'm, I'm going to stay. I've got too much to do on the farm. 
Oh, I yeah. know why he stayed back in the yeah, past. Lots of fences to fix. Lots of fences to fix, you know. Yeah, just, good. And have that kind of time to himself, I guess, yeah. because, you know, it does get full on. Yeah. But I miss him terribly. Um, uh, so, yeah, cherish your dad. Yeah. To all dad, to all guys out there, God cherish them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you spoke about divorce. You got divorced yourself. We're going to touch on this in later episodes. Yeah, We're yeah. going to go right into it. But just briefly, yeah, just tell us about your experience. Oh, look, yeah, uh, happened uh, 2009, so it's 10 years ago now. Yeah. It it really, uh, it shakes you, it, it rocks you because I think that when you have a family, you know, you're, you start to build a lot of ideas and what your future is going to look like and, you know, when that, when that breaks down and – you know, all of a sudden, you see, you find that you can't see your children every day. You're not going to, you're not going back to the same house. Really, it's a really tough time. Mm. It's a really tough time. Everyone that I've spoken to, it's 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 a it's a it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Because you're, you're facing the prospect of, well, your kids aren't in the same house anymore. I think. Yeah, that's probably the biggest. Yeah, the biggest issue, and. I suppose because I went through a divorce, right, I, I felt like I was like this super sensitive, you know, I was super aware about what my children might be going through. Mm-hmm. And so I put a lot of effort into learning about what they needed and what I needed. You know, I went to counsellors and I, would just, I worked really hard on making sure there was as little conflict as possible mm-hmm. to try and make sure they didn't have to deal with all the crap, you know, that I did that I can remember. But yeah, the, the the prospect of not being able to see your kids every day, even just to kiss them, even if you work, you know, ten hours a day, just to come home and know that they're there, you can give them a kiss and cuddle in bed, whatever, you know, mm. that is really tough. And then, so it's getting used to not seeing them every day. It's not every. I saw them every two weeks for a few years, you know, for two days, every second weekend, and that's that's tough. It's really tough, and it, ha- mm. it it happens to a, a, well, it happens to nearly fifty percent of the population, but it happens to a lot of men that they just don't get to see their children enough, and you know, I think that's that's it's a big issue. Yeah, it's a big issue. How how low did you get? Oh, I've well, I've said it before. You know, if I one day I I moved to this little shack in Palm Beach because they lived in Avalon. I you know I had. Lip moved in this little one bedroom shack and I repainted it. It was rough as it was on a slight lean and, and I had no furniture and I woke up in there one day and I think I woke up hungover. You know, I found myself drinking too much, mm. probably pretty common. And I was just on a mattress in a sleeping bag. And I was like, oh, you know, if I had some boot laces and there were fewer rafters, I, you know, like I was, it, 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 it's like, ha- it's how, how you, you, it's hard to fathom what the rest of your life looks like. Mm. You try and you, you can't, you know, you can't process all of that information. You know, you, you, you can't see how your life is going to get better mm. when you should just be trying to focus on that one moment, like just get that one leg out of bed, let's go for a walk and try and get some fresh air and everything will be okay. But because it's all just broken down mm. you're trying to think my kid's going to be okay am i ever going to see him where am i going to live how how we all how how is this ever going to 
sort of come good again. And it's trying to process all of that on your own, still trying to go to work, still trying to do all these things. It's it's overwhelming. Mm. It's overwhelming without having someone sit there with you almost go, okay, just take it easy for a minute. Like everything will be okay. Let's just focus on the right here and the right now. Just do just do these little things. Don't look at the mountain. Look at the next step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's hard. That, and that's the that's that that's the most depressing part is you try and process it all, and you've got so much going on, and and you, your future looks bleak. Mm. It just looks a bit bleak, but it's not. Yeah, I hey. will say that it, it's not. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How'd you get through it? Oh, I went and saw a counsellor. Yeah, that's a big step. Big step. Mm. That was my old man said, mate, if you, you don't do this, you'll, you'll, you'll end up in the same situation again or you'll, you'll just be in all sorts. So counsellor, um, I started doing a lot of exercise. Mm. Had to. Couldn't sit still. Just had to walk. Had to process. You know, I'd walk. I'd run. I'd, I, I actually I, I've, I, I said to myself every time I think about this divorce, my, you know, every time I thought bad about it, I'd drop and do 20 push-ups. Every, no matter where I was on set, on set, whatever, and I did millions of push-ups <laughs> over say, a many couple of years. <laughs> well, I could do a hundred. I could do a lot of them. And, but but th- th- it would help snap you out of it, give you a little shot of endorphins and just just physically processing some energy and uh, mm. it, it helped. Being active. You know, getting having clear thoughts, being able to you know get moving, that that was a major one. I learned to meditate. Did you? Yeah. Wow. I've yeah. got to try and do that. Yeah. yeah. That 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 is a um, that, that's a huge, huge gift, a huge tool. Meditation that uh, I don't think it'll. Well, I know enough people do not utilize. No, I don't. It, yeah, I want to. Yeah, it'll, it'll change your life. Really? Yep. Far out. Yeah. And do you still do it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get up extra early, <laughs> you know, if I haven't not slept all night, but because of the kids, I'll get up at 5 o'clock, just do 20 minutes meditation, do it twice a day. Like if I go out shopping and I know everyone's at home or it's all about to happen, I'll park outside 
and just do it in the car quickly. It's really important just to to get it, you know, and everyone's busy and everyone needs time, but mm. it is life-changing. It is life-changing. Great advice. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, yeah, I, I need to do it because I, I lie there wait, I, trying to sleep and I'm just thinking about everything. Like I'm thinking about the next day. I'm thinking about when yeah. the kids are going to wake up. I'm thinking about how Bonnie's going. You just, it's There's so much racing around in my brain. Yeah. And, I've, and I think meditation's the answer. Yeah, it is. Where do we access – how do we find out more about meditation? Uh, look, there's a number of apps out there. There's a good app called Insight Timer, Headspace. And these are, these are a good like little introduction to meditation. And then if you feel like taking it further, you can go and learn from an, uh, a teacher. That's what I did. The apps are really good. Um, I mean, look, there's a simple thing of – of, of taking five deep breaths, right? Five big deep breaths in your nose and out your mouth. That that feeling that you get is just sort of the beginning of of what meditation can do for you. So even if you're having a, a bad day, mm. wherever you want to do it, and take five deep breaths, big deep breaths, even that will kind of be like a little circuit breaker and bring you back down. Mm. Right, and that is like a little sample of what meditation does. But doing twenty minutes twice a day sets you up for the whole day and for for, for moving forward. But it, awesome. it, yeah, it it opens up. You, you become a lot more creative. It helps your creative because you just don't have those thoughts racing around in your head like yeah. we do. Yeah, all day. Yeah, all day. Stresses, pressures. It, yeah. yeah, and it. And it's for nothing, right? Because it doesn't do you any good. No, you don't come out at the end of the day going, "Geez, I solved a lot of shit out today, didn't I?" You know what <laughs> so I mean? True. I feel good for oh, that. I know. Now I know what I'm doing, right? I've slept. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're stuffed. Yeah, you're stuffed, and and that doesn't stop. That doesn't stop unless you dive in the ocean and go for a swim, or or really try and break it. You yeah. know, but meditation does that. Perfect. And it it suddenly it's suddenly like all of a sudden you have a lot more time for everything that you do. It's really bizarre, but it, 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 I don't know. It, it's because you do have time but you just feel like because your head is racing that you don't. But yeah. you feel like so then when you sit with your children or you sit with your partner, you are really present. You're really engaged because you're not thinking about some rubbish that makes doesn't mean anything to you, you know. Yeah. It's it's a really it's really really uh, I think it's a really important tool. That's and such... it's all within you, you know. Yeah, you don't have to do any. I mean, you just sit there quietly, basically, and 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 meditate. Mm. You don't have to. That's it. It's all within you, you know. It's a it's a it's a good one. It's such great advice mm. for me and anyone listening. It's such great advice. Um, so you you used all those tools to really get you out of that funk. Yeah, and so it got better. Um, you know. Did it get better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. Yeah. It, it, I think time helps. Yeah. Right? Obviously, they say time heals all, all wounds. But by, by using counsellors and talking and, and, and looking after your body, um, which you need, you, you have to look after yourself because you are faced with so many stressful uh, moments. Mm. You, you, your emotions are like a raw nerve. You've, you've got. You're trying to look after your children. There's a, a partner, your ex partner out there. You might get along. You, you. There's a good chance you might not. 
you know, there's all sorts of conflict there. So if you're tired, hungover, stressed, you're just going to lose it, right? Mm. You know, you've really got to try and be the best version of yourself you can be because especially if you've got children involved, you've got to do what's right for them. Yeah. And that's hard. When you're going, when you're broken, the hardest thing to do is put all this stuff aside. You've got some ex-partner and you're fighting, you know, where really you should just be keeping your mouth shut, going, yep, okay, we'll deal with it properly later or I can't do this now or, you know, you've got to just be calm because mm. mm. your kids might be in listening at their house. The kids might be there. You you, you want to, you know, if your end game is you want to see your kids day in and day out, well, you've got to be having a good relationship with their mum, so you've got to keep your shit together mm. because things escalate and it gets really ugly. It's really strange why it, how it happens that couples who were together and loved each other become so hostile when it breaks down and it just does you know I, I can remember feeling it you know you, you're so upset and there's so much going on you have to do these things to look after yourself so you can look after your kids and be the best person for your kids because yeah. they need that because oh, yeah. they're you know they say kids are resilient but I feel like maybe they're more resilient on the outside than they are on the inside you know they've they take it all on board Forever. Mm. Yeah. Right? All they really want is their mum and dad to be together or even just get along. And so that conflict creates anxiety. So, yeah, you've got to look after yourself in a big way. And how is it now? Oh, now it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's still challenging, you know. Everything's still challenging, like Mm. it is for anybody. And I'm, I'm no different. I've, you know, stuffed things up probably more so than other people. Mm. But I'm very aware. I try and be – I think being self-aware um, is, is really important. You know, there's a lot going on for all of us. Mm. And if I'm if I'm more aware about what I'm like and, and checking in how everybody else is going, then, then I get that back anyway. But and it's you, good. It's good. It's good. I can tell it's good. Yeah, there's a lot of love, you know, like yeah. when, you, when you – you know, your kid comes and gives you a hug – you know that that it, it, it far outweighs any bullshit that you may have gone through or any mm. sleepless night. Mm. You know, one little thing or a little smile from the four month old. You 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 know you've you, you're hopeless. You know you yeah. you go on to jelly. You know you go like oh these guys aren't so bad. I'll just <laughs> no. I don't have another one of these. How cute are they? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. Like, I totally okay. do. Yeah, yeah, it makes it all okay. Yeah, it makes it all okay. It does now. You've since remarried? Yeah. Three three more kids? Three more kids. How's it going? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, we, we're not married. We're engaged. We, we haven't had the time to get married yet. Right. We, well, we we didn't want to have a have to manage a baby at, for our wedding. You know, we wouldn't yeah. be able to have a, make it a celebration. And so we keep having these bloody kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. It, it, it's good. And. Oh, you look, I'm lucky, so lucky to have an amazing partner that, like, um, looks, helps look after my big kids, mm. you know, loves them, is engaged and involved in what they're doing, sees the importance of us all being together um, and the importance of them being big brothers and big sisters to their little sisters. And, yeah, that, that, it's, it's all in, you know. We've got yeah. a multivan 
full of kids, there's weekend sport. It sounds great. Look, don't get me wrong. I still manage all of these things, like I talk about being self-aware and trying to be healthy. You know, and yeah, I've got five kids, but I'm I'm just like a normal human being. You know, I'm like a normal bloke mm. that I go, sometimes I wake up and I'm I'm tired and exhausted and I'm struggling with stuff and I I wish I could go surfing or I, I want to do this or that and I don't like ah oh, you know at the shits or but not really I think for everybody it's a constant it it's it's something you have to do daily is think about your partners and 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 just sort of being the best version of yourself and it's not easy it's full of challenges but just to be aware you know just to be aware of what's going on for everyone I think yeah I think that's important you know and well said yeah hell yeah Tell me about Better Dads. What a wonderful initiative. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, Like like I said, like when I went through that divorce and I did all this stuff for myself and for my children, it was for my children, you know, like I said, I went through a divorce and I think that made me really heightened to what what was needed and what I didn't want my children to have to go through. And so I I started uh, betterdads.com and... It's just started off as me interviewing high-profile dads uh, about what 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 being a father has been like for them and the challenges they faced. Look, it's been it's been amazing, you know, and maybe more amazing for me because I just got so much out of it. I I can remember trying to interview Tom Tom Carroll, and he'd be telling me stories about his divorce and. You know, he'd be saying how hard it was and how he had to put his hand up for help, and I'd be like, "Oh my, yeah, that was me. That was me, mate." Oh, and I'd be frothing and talking through it, yeah. and my cameraman reached over and tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Mate, you got to stop talking. <laughs> You've got to." And Tom's like, oh, "He's just frothing," and I was because <sighs> I finally it was all the stuff that I was going through. Yeah, and, I, and somebody else had done it, and I'm like, "Oh." This is amazing. This is exactly what I've been dealing with. And yeah. just to do that was like a huge, huge for me to hear, you know, yeah. what I was struggling with in my divorce. And and everybody I spoke to and I, everyone I still continue to speak to, you always hear bits of information that of either ways they deal with things differently to the things you're going through or have. And it's yeah, it's been a real um, a, a great experience. And and the idea was for other people, mm. for other dads who might not talk to each other and engage with each other as much as, you know, maybe share these stories as much as we possibly should or, or do for whatever reasons, uh, that, that, that I could do that for them to get these stories out there. And that that's the biggest thing for me is was I just wanted to help with what I learned from my children and it yeah it was it, it it's really been about divorce and um, separation you know that yeah. that more recently um, that's what better dads has been about I've been you know running some courses and yeah um, Mate, it's great. doing web series but yeah it's they, a wonderful thing yeah you know and you know this we're all going through it yeah and, and to see dads like you know Tom Williams and Peter Sterling, yeah, uh, Matt Moran, oh. chef, um, George Gregan was on there, yeah. Um, and I want to ask, like, what, what's probably some of the most common things, the most common pressures that they're all going through? <laughs> well, you know what it's like not having, you know, 
time for yourself. I you suppose, don't have time I suppose for yourself. It's time anymore. for yourself. That's exactly right. Y- you know, yeah. like you don't. You can't. There's nothing. I, I, you know, my life. It's it's so life changing. I, I yeah. want to go for a run. I can't go for a run. No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm I'm stuck here. Yeah. You know that. I, I've got I just, totally agree. And I think that that's probably been a big, a big thing for a lot of men. Mm. It's just getting just getting used to that. But because they're the sort of things they don't. No one tells you about. Yeah. Whether they prenatal classes and mm. all those classes, you you you. I don't know. I feel like you're just a real support player. They talk about, you know, how to change nappies and things like that. Yeah. But more discussion about how you're going to be affected emotionally. When 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 I say emotionally about when you're dealing with all those things that you want, because you've had a lifetime of, of things as well, you know. You've mm-hmm. been surfing and training and these are all the things that I, I do to keep me on track and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, hey, okay. <laughs> yeah, no one's going anywhere. No, they talk about their relationships with their father, yeah. you know, and a lot of them do talk about not distant relationships, but mm. you know, their dads would be working on farms, like you, you know, yeah. there there wasn't this sort of, I don't know, not as much as much time as we are expected and our children expect of us, yeah. you know, especially as they get older these days. You know, we yeah. are expected to. Yeah, it was a bit of tough love back then. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. discipline is another one that sort of trying to work out how to discipline your kids. Yeah. Do you <laughs> hug your dad? Did you always hug your dad? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember from remember way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I certainly like, do now. Do you? Yeah, you always yeah. hug your kids. Yeah, it's important, isn't it? Oh, I hug my kids. Always. Oh, I don't let him go. Yeah. Even my 13-year-old son, I give him a big kiss on the cheek and really? oh, I hug him all the time. Yeah, mate of mine's my yeah. age. He's 38 and they, he still kisses his dad hello. Like, yeah. That's kind of, yeah, it's that's cool. I mean, you know, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dad was always a big hugger, I yeah. did, which I'm, I think I miss them really terribly. Is that big bear hug. Yeah, from your dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Hug your kids, hold them tight. Yeah. Right, yeah. That, that's the other thing that I think we really need to remember mm. is that, yeah, we go. Oh, it's really tough. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. Or I, I'm loving this. Or this is all these difficult new challenges. It changes. Yeah, the first three months are all sort of the same, but then from that moment onwards, it starts to change, and things start to get easier. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we, we like it just sort of does. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you start to get a bit of time back, and hmm. as they get older, and then all of it, like things get easier, they get bigger, and then soon before you know it, mate, before you know it, hmm. they're early teens, and they're happy to not see. You know, they're happy to go and spend time with mates. They're off surfing, swimming, playing. They're happy to do their own thing. Hmm. So if you're talking about five years. Ten years when you where where you get to embrace this child and and give it all that magic memories that it, it, your, your kid's going to carry for the rest of its life and that are going to you know make it a confident human being and then it's not a lot of time to to put certain things aside yeah like career like you know your focus. You can have more of a shared focus and and love, you know, have your family and and remember because it, it it's gone. They'll they'll be gone. Definitely. You know the tar. Yeah. Well, the, what what's the saying? Um, the, the days are long, but the years are short. 
Yeah, that's right. It, it, it goes so fast. Mm. Make the time. Make the time. Make little adjustments. People feel like they need to make huge changes at work. Okay, but maybe maybe you can start later one day a week and you'll do the school drop just one day, just start, mm. you know, or one school pickup or look after your baby, you know, just make little changes and then from there you'll be able to see you'll be able to make more and more and, you know, it'll be achievable whereas some rather than trying to go, oh, I'm going to take three days off of work. What does that do to our income? You know, every, it, it might be too big. Mm. Just do little, make little changes for huge results at home. Yeah, I think the most important thing is just embrace it while it's there. Mm. Embrace them. You know that that's it. They grow up quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex Laguna, thanks so much. Good on you. Make the time. It goes so fast. We're finding that at the moment, actually. The girls are eight months old now, the twins. I love listening to this chat again. So much has changed since we had it, of course. A few months, God, they're just flying by and and the girls are growing before our very eyes. And I am about to embark on a new adventure, work-wise. Got a little announcement to make. Um, My other job, Sunday night, is... uh, well, the show is no longer, disappointingly, um, a huge blow for for journalism in this country, long-form journalism anyway. These sorts of shows are, are disappearing by the day, and it's a, it's a real shame. But um, on to the next adventure. I'm excited. We're excited. And uh, I plan to spend some really, well, quality time with my girls and, and share the workload with my lovely, beautiful wife. Um, yeah, give her a hand. I'm excited by that. I really am. And uh, I think I might even start meditation. I've been threatening to for ages. Yeah, why not? You can find details about the work that Alex is doing at betterdads.com. And if you're struggling with all the crap going on in your life and need someone to talk to, there are some fantastic resources, let me tell you, in our show notes, like the number for Lifeline, 13, 11, 14. Or Beyond Blue, give them a buzz to um, 1-300-22-46-36, 1-300-22-46-36. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Being Dad. I know, I know every podcast I say, give us a rating or a review. I'm not going to ask you to do that this week, I promise. Um, I'm not going to say give us a review or give us five stars. Nope. Nor am I going to say subscribe and share. No, not this week. All I'll say is just keep on keeping on and trying to be better at being dad. I'll leave you now with a quote, as we do every week. And this is from a bloke called Jake Slope. Don't know who he is, but his quote's a good one, especially for me uh, this last week. But anyway, the new chapter awaits, and I'm really looking forward to it. But Jake Slope said, A good dad is able to smile when there is little to smile about. I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Bean Dad, and we'll be back talking to you next week. This was a Seven West podcast. The producer is Jake Taylor. Nikki Hamilton is our executive producer. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 